This is Slackpackers, a truly amateur hiking, running, and adventure podcast. Get ready to learn little and laugh a lot, probably at these two. Now, here are your hosts, Pete and Kevin. Welcome to episode four of Slackpackers podcast, a truly amateur hiking, running, and adventure podcast. I'm Pete, he's Kevin, and we're ready to slack off. Let's do it. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? You know, I'm okay. Uh, I'm still recovering, man. Like, COVID kicked my butt. Yeah. I'm still like Mr. Fatigue. Mm -hmm. Have you done any sort of like walking or running since? No. Okay. Because when I had it, um, it took me probably two to three weeks afterwards to not cough like during a run. Like yeah. I, I would have to stop every three, four seconds to what seemed like just like hack out a, a lung and, and keep running. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm getting tired just doing, so I did some more fixture hanging and projects around the house mm-hmm. um, with Boone. I can't do this stuff solo. <laughs> I'm too scared. Sure. And I get exhausted. Yeah. Like, and I'm not like talking a little bit. I mean, like, I just ran a half marathon exhausted. Yeah. And it's really been bad. And quite frankly, like, I need to get moving. So I just, I told Holly Ann today, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off, hopefully tomorrow. And I'm going to be back in Arizona, hopefully COVID-free, uh, starting Wednesday. I didn't realize you were going back. Yeah, going back to Arizona. My brother and I are going to spend time with my dad out there and watch the Super Bowl and hang Wait, out. Are you and, going to the Super Bowl? Uh, don't think so. Unknown. Uh, you never. Uh, we just don't know. <laughs> Probably not, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think ticket. I, I think these tickets were harder to get than in years. Sure. Past. Well, Chiefs like, fans, I, you know, we we travel. I think it's the Philly fans. Mm. <laughs> Last Careful, year's... you know what? Those those fans throw snowballs at Santa Claus. So they do, they do. Last year's were a much easier ticket. Yeah. And it's gonna be crazy because the Phoenix Open is going on too. Right. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. It's just cray as my daughter would say, cray cray time down <laughs> there in the Arizona area. But my point being that I'm going for some hikes and sure. we're just going to try. I mean, I, I don't think I could hurt myself at this point. No. So I just need to take it easy and, and go, but man, it has just been really tough. And I mean, if you've heard me on old podcasts on like Batman Chronicles, I do suffer unfortunately from depression. So this is not helping. Right. Like COVID messes with that stuff anyway. Yeah. And not being able to move the way that I want to and craving sugar all the time because I'm exhausted. So the sure. body's like, oh, you need really quick energy. So why don't you eat a bunch of sugar? It's been a struggle. The struggle is real, man. The struggle is real. But it really has just been difficult. Yeah. And you know, it's like I don't want to complain because there's a lot of people with a lot bigger problems. Sure. <laughs> you know, when yeah. you're going through it, it still stinks. Like, it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. Uh, but 
you know, I have gotten a lot of new fixtures hung and right. you know, ceiling fans and overhead lighting for the first time. I mean, after seven and a half years in the house thinking, gosh, I really want to change all this stuff. At least we've gotten that part done. Yeah, I and, saw a picture of you on a ladder today. Yeah, that was a 12 foot ladder. All right. So here's the story on that one. This is great. We Boone um, is like, we need a 14 foot ladder. And I'm looking at my at the room and I'm like, that I think that's like as tall as the beam is. Like, I'm like, that that's really a tall ladder, but I don't know. So and we go to Home Depot to rent a ladder. Sure. Which I look, I don't do this stuff. I had no idea you could rent a ladder. Oh, yeah, you can rent anything at Home Depot. You, you can rent a lot of stuff. Yes. Not not anything. Not most tools. Most I guess. tools you can rent at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to be careful that people don't go out there and try to like rent something illegal. Right. Sure. And I don't want to be held liable for that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we're still looking for sponsors, right? So right. we've right. got to be very right. careful. And you know, like, Home Depot, no free ads. That That's right. Home Depot. Uh, so anyway, we went to rent the ladder and the, the dude is uh, that's doing the rental. He's just like, you, are you sure? That's a, that's a really big ladder. <laughs> and Boone's like, yep, it's a tall ceiling. We need that 14 foot ladder. So we, we get it. And Boone has a, a small pickup truck, like a Toyota of some sort. And he had built out of scrap wood. He's like, you know, I need something so that the, the ladder will angle over the cab instead of sitting on top of it. So it doesn't dent it or whatever. And so he built like a contraption in the morning and had that in the back of his pickup and it worked great. You know, sure. we loaded it up, we got it here and it hit the ceiling. We could not <laughs> unfold it. So it, it was not like a, it wasn't a retractable. No, like, it was like a, it was yeah. six, it was 16 feet. And that was, it was yeah. 14 feet, or 14 and feet. You could climb up both sides, mm -hmm. which we thought we might need Yeah, with a fan up there, whatever. Right. And I'm like, what do we do? Right. And Boone's like, well, we take it back and go get the a 12 foot ladder, you know, and he felt terrible. So, of course, I teased him about it. Right. Because of course. Felt awful. Yeah. And I'm like, in the end, though, when I saw that it was really upsetting him, I'm like, dude, like if this is the worst thing that happens to us, <laughs> right. that's, that's pretty good. Right. 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 So as it turns out, we got it back in time that we didn't even get charged for it. Oh, that's nice. So we were able to swap it out for a 12-footer, got yeah. that home, and it worked just fine. We got the, uh, what do they call that thing? Magic eraser. It's oh, like, like a, a Mr. Queen magic yeah, eraser? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because we scuffed up the, the ceiling. Well, sure. Yes. Trying to unfold it. And so we did that. Yeah. And the 12-footer worked fine. And I, so once he got the kind of, connections done the hard part i went up there and you know put on the blades and did the final <laughs> the final pieces of it sure to get it working but i was actually on that tall ladder which is not something i do so yeah mr uh i don't do heights yeah well i heights don't bother me but not holding on to something oh sure yeah. Right, like because you had to use both hands, that. so I'm just mm -hmm. standing there, and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm not the most graceful person." I'm 
let's be frank. I'm not shaped in a way that's balanced. Well, fair. So, yeah. <laughs> at any moment, I may yeah. tip in one direction or another. Right. You know, like, and I was afraid. I was very, very afraid. Yeah. Uh, but I sucked it up and got it done. And, you know, everything works. That's a key. Yeah. And we even changed some switches because we had some dimmer switches I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like touch and, but they don't really work and they buzzed. And I'm like, so we just got regular switches with a little dimmer on the side. We installed those, some new wall plates, but of course the wall plates that we put up are like nice. They're new. They're a little more decorative, mm-hmm. which of course then Gretchen goes, I want those all over the house. Yes. So I bought, when we returned the ladder, I bought more. <laughs> plates i could yes. do that myself mm-hmm. so i've got a that project yep. but the ones that we got only have like singles and doubles they don't have a triple which we need a triple in one spot mm-hmm. i don't know I, 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 now i gotta figure out how to make these things match that this is way beyond the scope of what i signed up for right yet. well sure in the end um we also in our big project of our kitchen and now the office and living room uh we have also done new plates for everything we had new switches and new plates for everything all the outlets and you know we're in that in a 1950s house so we've got you know going from two uh two prong to three prong everywhere and wow uh, yeah big so i'm i am certain that it is not a code so if my house burns down, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, delete this podcast because I'm sure the insurance company will come after it. But Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to delete it right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, so I didn't do anything with the outlets yet, but I think that's probably part of it. We have to replace those coverings too. This was just switches. Yeah. And I think we're going to, and I think we're talking about just the plate, but I think eventually I am going to have to change all the switches to be the same color too so very easy to do um that you know it did not well it it should be easy Mm -hmm. but whoever wired this house it's a it's a nest of wires behind pretty much everything that we've gone to do that doesn't always make sense so you're you're not putting wires that aren't connected onto anything else anything that's not connected you just leave back there yeah, but they're like um so one of them today had two like two switches mm-hmm. and um the big problem was the uh power mm-hmm. the the wire that has the power, right? Yeah. was like daisy chained somehow. So instead of like just one in and then you you go out like from there like a Y, right? Sure. There was like six wires. Yeah. You can't just keep all that stuff hooked up. They're live. Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we had to do something with those. Boone's like, aren't you glad I was here to help with that? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but to be fair, I'm glad you're here to help with everything. So. Right. <laughs> you know, he, he has the winter like um, off, right? Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. He, he drives a, a truck for a living um, in construction road construction so he's off for the winter so this is i'm helping him get out of the house yeah that's the way i'm looking at it yeah 
This for is sure. really for your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're doing the favor for him. He should be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, I mean, I got more, I've been getting more steps in like on purpose. Like I'm yeah. casually walking around more. I'm trying to pace. Like if I am on the phone or whatever, um, I'm trying to pace and just get more just general movement in. Mm-hmm which I've done, like it's significantly more movement sure. over the last week, but it's still, I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on getting outside or on the treadmill, which it's pretty, like it went from really disgustingly cold, right. To pretty nice out right. the last couple of days. So right. I really could be out there and probably should. Yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's my update pretty much i think yeah but you my friend get to give us a race and review indeed um so yeah i ran the mesa 10k on saturday morning and let me tell you i i don't do many saturday morning races but that's that's where it's at is it it is because here's the deal you get done with your race and you still have the whole weekend left to hang out and have fun and do whatever else you want um, you know, the, the whole day isn't, you know, a, a total waste. And, uh, we, we had all day Sunday then too. We didn't leave until Sunday night. So, um, yeah, it was it, the Saturday race is really, really where it's at for me. All right. Um, so picked up packet on Friday night, Friday afternoon, I guess, uh, we got, we flew in Friday morning. We picked up Holly Ann's coach from the airport. Um, and then we met some of his athletes, Holly Ann's teammates, and they did a pre-race kind of meeting. He had five athletes doing, doing the half. Wow. Um, yeah. And well, I'll, I'll go through it, but those, those women all just killed it, just killed it. Um, just incredible performances by all of them. But, um, we, so we went to the expo and the expo was at actually at the Cubs spring training facility in, in Mesa. So that was cool to, you know, we were inside the stadium and I was kind of nerding out about, uh, about everything. So, um, that was fun to see. And it was, you know, pretty quick in and out to get your stuff, whatever. Um, yeah, because and- you and I are like big baseball fans. Like yes. it's one place that we don't agree on the team, but we well, agree. Sure. That baseball is awesome. And I right. I mean, we're one of at least 37 people left that believe baseball is just agreed, entertaining and awesome. And you know what? The longer it takes, the better for me. Absolutely. Slow it down. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was it was neat to to see all of that. And and I've been down to Surprise before, which is where the Royals play outside of outside of Phoenix. Um, and that's a cool facility as well but this i don't know i just i love baseball stadiums in general so, yeah um checking a new one kind of off the off the list is cool um yeah wake up call was super early um we had to be at the buses by four well the half marathoners had to be at the buses by 4 30 10k had to be on the bus by 4 45 um and since we took a bunch of folks to the start line, I was the only one running the 10 K. So, um, that meant a little bit of an early, early wake up call for us. 
Um, I was probably got up about three 30, had a banana right away, was hungry, of course, immediately okay. hungry. Strange. Um, and then, so they told us that there were going to be heaters and everything at, at the start line to keep us warm. And mind you, it's 40 degrees. So it's not, <laughs> it's not bad, but I'm in shorts and I had accidentally left my, uh, my throwaway shirt up in our hotel room. And I was like, Hey, I'm not going to go back and get it. Like, it's fine. There'll be heaters. I'll be fine. Cause I'm thinking I've got 90 minutes and you know, it, it might get a little chilly, but heaters good. Well, we get to the start line. There are no heaters for the 10 K start. So I spent the next 90 minutes shivering. Um, I did a warm up, which I rarely do because I was cold. So I, I mean, I was, but uh, I'm sure the warm up was prescribed by your coach. Oh, yeah. Always. Always. Right? Always. Certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure my coach would have enjoyed me doing a cool down as well, but I don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> um so you're so, you're sitting there shivering. So shivering, I had a bagel and peanut butter. Oh, pocket um, bagel, nice. Po- the pocket bagel came out um, about about five thirty. Ate that, felt good. Um, there were a lot of people. I think there were twelve hundred people that did the ten k. Oh, it's a big race. Yeah, um, I think there were six thousand overall finishers, just under six thousand finishers overall. So between the full and the half and the 10k and it's all one course so basically the full starts out it's and it's point to point so the full starts out 26.2 from the finish line and then the half is 13.1 10k obviously 6.2 but and we all started at the same time oh so that was interesting um i felt yeah i felt pretty good gun gun goes off it's and I'm thinking to myself, oh, like it's going to be bright outside because it's Arizona. The sun's going to be out, whatever. Well, I'm not thinking, well, dummy, the sun's not going to come up for maybe an hour. So I ran with sunglasses the entire time on my head. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, just sitting on top, which I mean, they're they're gooders and they they stay there the whole time, which was which was fine. But um yeah, got going. First mile was in 9.54, which I was pretty happy with. I wanted to try and keep it closer to 10. I was joking with um, Paul and our coach Dave and uh, her teammates that, you know, I was probably going to go out at 8.40. My yeah. first mile was going to be 8.40 and my last mile was going to be 12.30. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, go go big or go home. And But uh, yeah, kept kept it real controlled in mile one. Mile two, I saw Pollyanne and Dave at about uh, about mile one and a half on the side of the road. And then my second mile was 915. So a little hot in this course was pancake flat, just not a hill to be found. I've never run such a flat race in my life. so perfect. It, yeah, it, in some ways, it, it's really good. I almost wish that there would have been a little bit of elevation change just to kind of change it up on the muscles a little bit. I can't imagine running the full like that. Uh, th- I think that would have been in Chicago. You know, it's pretty flat, but this is I mean, you're there's no bridges. There's nothing here yeah. to even like 
give any semblance of uh, any sort of uphill. Uh, the last two miles, I felt like we're downhill, a little bit downhill. And then in the last mile, we had maybe a tenth of a mile of of actual downhill. Um, but it was it was nice. My I kept paces pretty much in the in the nine thirties, I think. Um, after, after that second mile, nine, nine thirties, mid nine forties, um, ended up coming in at 59, 46 was official time, not 45, but, um, so, you know, all of my social media says 59, 45. I did. I'm, it said that at first, but now I noticed it changed. So, no one report me to marathon investigation. So um, that one second. Yeah. But honestly, I felt really good the whole time. I did get hungry, obviously. So I <laughs> I had a Gatorade endurance. They had the gels, which is the same thing, same gels that they have in Chicago. Yeah. And I they don't sit well. They're not good. They're For not good. They they just they aren't good. There goes Gatorade as a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> right? Ugh. But uh, I had maybe a, a couple of bites of of that gel and then tossed it. Uh, but the rest of the time, I just had water. I did accidentally take some some of the in, endurance formula from Gatorade. Like they had that at all the aid stations too. And once that, so that was a weird, not great surprise. Uh, <laughs> so was able to wash that down at the next aid station. And since this was like the last six miles of the marathon, there were a lot of aid stations left. So there were there were several. I think we probably had five aid stations in the last wow in, during the the whole race. So it it was nice. Like you were never without water or gels or anything you needed. Um, and you know, for me, it's a ten k, so I'm not typically taking anything. Um, but nice, nice for people to to be able to have. Um, I finished in the top. 28 and a half percent. I think I, I looked That's so I was pretty good. happy with that. Um, I mean, a sub 60 10 K. Yeah. No joke. I mean, yeah. It's... And on, on very little, honestly, you know, little training. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty happy with, with how it went. So I finished um, and then I finished just in time and I was still in the finisher shoot when I hear them, the race announcers start talking about the half marathon winners coming through male finishers coming through. Um, and so I heard Sam, Sam Chalenga is who, who won the 10 K for the men or the, sorry, the half for the men. And then, um, as I was coming back because some of Holly Ann's teammates were going to be coming through quickly after me. So I just kind of, after the, after the finish line, I kind of got, got a couple of things and then, sorry, a little bit of a break there since, uh, Tater started, Barking at someone outside, but <laughs> no problem. Hopefully, I can edit most Good, of that. Right. Kudos to Holly Ann for uh, getting him uh, to stop. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, so I finished, and I was headed back to the back to the, you know, just like a little ways. There was like a turn right before the end, so that way I could see some folks. Um, and I I saw Molly Seidel ran this race, so oh, wow, I saw nice. her come come through and it was interesting there was no separation between like the 10k finishers that were finishing and the half marathon leaders that were coming through so those half marathon leaders had to really kind of weave around 
folks that were still coming through from the 10K. And, you know, this is, you're looking at an hour 10, hour 11 at this point. So not not an unreasonable, you know, amount of time or quite a few, quite a few people finishing still from the 10K. Um, but oh, absolutely. I, was, I mean, that's probably I watched where like, I would be. Yeah, I watched Molly kind of weave in and out of people. And I was like, oh, this I feel like could be done a little bit differently. Um, but just something I noticed. And then so one of Holly Ann's teammates, her husband came through in, I think, 113. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then I was Matt and then. uh uh, Mary came through in one sixteen and change. Wow! And then Katie came through. Matt's wife came through in one seventeen and change. And then um, had another uh, another teammate that ran like one twenty three, um, and then one twenty six ish, I think, and. 134 135 something like that um so they wow, they all just ran fast really well four out of five of them pr'd um and the one who didn't pr had uh that was her fast race in a long time so um really just an incredible performance by then and them and you know fun fun to cheer um i had i'd only ever met a couple of them uh previously and so and none of them had ever heard me cheer on a race course before. And for those <laughs> who don't know me, I have a very loud cheering voice. Um, so uh, Matt was coming through and I just saw him out of the corner of my eye. So I just yelled at the top of my lungs for him to kick it home. And the guy next to me gave me this look of, holy buckets, what are you doing? <laughs> well, that's, that's what you get at the uh, at the end of the race with me. So um, it was it was fun to cheer all of them on. Um, and then Dave and Holly Ann came over and um, we had to see a few others. And we had um, a couple of our friends ran uh, the full marathon. So it was fun to see them finish and finish strong. Uh, but I would I would never run that full. Uh, there's no way because, I mean, it got up to it probably got up to at least 70 during the race for those for some of those like four and five hour marathoners. Uh, and that's just not something even like in February, like you're training in the winter all, you know, for three, four months ahead of time. And it's just that first time that you're running in the heat being race day is, is tough. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I know that the, 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 uh, the coach calls, calls that distance the half Mary. Um, yes, the half Mary. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> good some good half Mary performances. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So they all they all ran well, which was really great and really fun to see. So that's cool. Um yeah. I, on your prep, like for a 10K, are you are you doing the full routine? Like are you fully like lubed up, banded, band-aids on, all that? Or are you are you letting it rip in that cold weather and just hoping that you're just cutting glass and not bleeding? I I let it rip. I did not. Well, also, it was really poor planning on my part because I wasn't really just I just really going out there. I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel OK. Like, I don't know what what I need. Like, I felt very un, unprepared almost uh, headed out there. And so I didn't really even think about, oh, I might want Band-Aids or, you know, anything like that. And 
So I was very lucky. I wore my uh, Bayleaf shirt from you. Uh, and that shirt, shirt does not chafe as bad as what others. And I, I was very, very lucky. Um, a lot of, a lot of folks finishing that half and that full were not near as lucky. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, you're known for some bleeding. So, oh yeah. I mean, Chicago, I, I threw away my shirt in Chicago. Like that shirt did not even come home with me. It went straight into the trash in the hotel room after I finished that race. Somebody has your DNA. Oh, absolutely. That shirt had a, a lot of my blood on it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know listeners are like, oh, but I mean, it's just, it's a fact of life. It's so, the worst. Um, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. So that's, that's, I'm glad you didn't have any issues, but the Bailey yes. shirts are soft in a way that others haven't been for me. Agreed. I'm using their shorts too, and they're okay. Yeah. Um, have you but tried their tights? So uh, I am not a tights wearer. And I okay. think it's because the way that I'm like the way that I'm shaped, like I don't have like the big belly that starts like just like at the top of the belly, like where your yeah. stomach is and then goes out. Like mine is has slid further and further south into my, I call it my sit, my stomach and pants. Like I can't <laughs> that. It's just too much jiggle down there for yeah, tights for me. Sure. Uh, so I don't typically use them. I'm hoping as I'm losing weight that I can give that a try at some point. Cause I would like to not like, if I don't have built-in liners, like it's not good for me. Yeah. So I I'm hoping that I can, I can try something like as this year goes on. But yeah, I've not been able to. So have you tried them? So Holly Ann bought me a pair of their tights for Christmas and I love them. They, I mean, there's like three different pockets, one of which is zipped. Um, They tie, like there's a tie. It's not just like, you know, elastic or whatever, because all that like falls down. I have no backside to me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I I have a hard time in general with pants starting to fall down. Um, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. You know, big, Uh, big guy problems. Um, so yeah, these are, they're great. They're lined. So they're super warm. I wouldn't wear them on like a, you know, borderline tight shorts day. Right. Uh, but the weather we've, we've been having has been, they've worked out really well. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, the shorts aren't bad. The only thing that I'm having trouble with is the, the stitching seems to come out fair at this point, but I mean, I have used them a lot over, the two years or so that I've had them or 18 yeah. months, whatever it's been. So maybe I'm being a little critical, but like, sure. it's just some of the stitching. They're comfortable though. I like yeah. them from that. And the zippered back pocket mm-hmm. is really big on those shorts. So yeah, it's that's nice. how the tights are too. Um, it's really nice. I could actually fit my phone in it. Um, if I want to, yeah. Uh, in the back pocket, zippered back pocket. Sure. It's tight, but it fits in there. So yeah. I have done that many times, like walking or something, or even running, like where it's mm-hmm. not very long and I don't feel like carrying it. Uh, and you carry your phone more than I do. anybody I know. Like all distances, you're carrying the phone, which is because crazy I, to me. I feel like it just like like sags down if it's on my arm and I don't want to mess with that. So I can just have it in my pocket. Now, if I have tights on those tights, I will put that, the phone in a, in a tights pocket. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm carrying the phone. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas I can't stand carrying it. So I used to have like a handheld thing. Not, yeah. I don't like the one on the arm. So I had a hand. Like the Nathan one. type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Where it would be in my hand. And then over the, now I either put it in the back pocket or I will just have a belt on of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Um, all the time. Cause yeah. I, and I've tried a lot of different ones, but yeah. Like in the summer, I'll put it on my camelback. If I'm carrying a camelback, like I'll, yeah. I'll put it back there. Yeah. Which is nice. I, yeah, I sure. prefer to carry it, but I just, I don't like the armband situation. No, I don't either. And I don't like in shorts. I'm not going to put it in my shorts pocket. There's too much flopping around. <laughs> For lack of a better term. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. So the race gets done. Now what happens? I mean, uh, do we do we find food and drink? What's 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 going yeah, on? So there was a nice like post. There was a nice post race party. We saw the awards happen. Um, one of Holly Ann's teammates won her age group. So that was cool. Wow. Um, there was Congrats. there was a beer. You got a free beer by I don't know what what brewery it was. Um, but that was, I don't know. It was good. It, you know, seven 30 in the morning. I was, I was ready for one. It was beer 30. <laughs> well, you know, on my, I, we had some Southwest drink tickets. And so on our flight out, which left Omaha at five 30 in the morning, I did have, I did have a beer, a beer Mosa, uh, a beer Mosa. on, on the way to Phoenix. So, uh, that was about, I think it was about six 30 when that, when that happened. So, you know, I, I've uh, already gone bloody, so I, I can't, that's you know, fair. That's, yeah. That's nice. But, Beautiful. um, so the, the post-race food was, was good. Um, a lot just kind of general, like snacky stuff. We, we ended up going, we went back to the hotel, changed, had dinner with some of our, or had lunch with some of our teammates at, um, just like a local bar and grill there a couple blocks from our hotel. Um, and then we, uh, wandered around kind of downtown. We went over to downtown Mesa, um, hit up several breweries. Uh, and, uh, we just wandered upon this, um, this just regular tap room that wasn't a brewery, just like a beer bar, uh, which was super fun. And then, yeah, we, that was the whole afternoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then we ended up, uh, coming back, changing for dinner and we had, we had steak at, at the casino that was pretty close by. Uh, which was delicious, but we all sat down at <laughs> dinner and immediately, I think we all regretted our decision to go out to dinner because we were all just exhausted. That was Holly Ann and, uh, and Dave and I, and just all super exhausted by the time we sat down. So, uh, it was a, a short, short dinner. Um, but eight came, came once to bed and then on Sunday we uh, hit up downtown Scottsdale. I got to see where where they're going to be broadcasting for the Super Bowl. There's a whole little tailgate area set up with the ESPN um, cameras and the the stage, all that that they're broadcasting from all week. Uh, so that was fun to see. I went into the NFL team shop, and <laughs> there was like just this you know pop up shop. They're selling gear for the Eagles and the, and the Chiefs. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get a maybe I should get a T-shirt. And I could not bring myself to pull the pull the trigger on the uh, sixty dollar T-shirt. Oh my gosh! So 
that that stayed in Scottsdale. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then our flight was uh, late last night. We we didn't get back here until it was after twelve thirty. By the time we got back to our house, so our flight landed about eleven fifteen or so, and then. Yeah, by the time we got off the plane and all that stuff and paid for parking. Yeah. I mean, between the two of us, we've gonna have spent a lot of time in Arizona this Yeah, no kidding. This month. Jeez. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it yeah. sounds like a really good time. I yeah. mean, it sounds like a good race. I mean, congrats on on that. Like given the training, that's just amazing. So yeah. um nothing like redlining 10 10 K. So yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. And I had my, so I had my Apple watch the, on the whole time as my, um, as my running watch, I didn't bring my Coros with me. I didn't want to mess with another watch. So I used my Apple watch and my, it said my heart rate the entire time was in the one eighties. Could be. So, yeah, I don't know how accurate that was, but so I speaking think of redlining, I was basically <laughs> redlining. Right. Um, it would be interesting to me to to run with both and see kind of what they what they both said. And you know, risk based obviously has their has its own limitations if you're talking about accuracy and all that stuff. But it does to whatever. a point. But I I mean I've taken my pulse with the Garmin. Yeah. Like and tested it. It's within a couple of beats. I mean, yeah. it's not off by much at all. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one one percent yeah. or something. So at least on mine. Yeah. So I don't know. And if I mean, it's... At, a, at a certain point, it's accurate unto itself, right? Like directionally correct. You know, as I like to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's high, you know, if it's low, right. It's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, these watches are pretty amazing with what they could do. I mean, my fall and it dials people or mm-hmm. you know text them that right yeah yeah had yep. a fall yeah uh, i know somebody who whose watch told them that they were in afib oh wow and you know they've now gone through the battery of, of tests to confirm that yep you were you're in afib oh wow um, so would have never thought about that had it not been for the watch right yeah. like but it, it alerted like hey yeah. you're in afib uh, so it's kind of interesting, like what they can do now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, nice start to the race you yeah. know, season or race year, I guess yeah, for I sure mean, for you between the five milers you're doing in Nebraska and that one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So beautiful. I'll take it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm looking, I don't, you know, I got no training, so it's like, I'm just hoping to kind of get moving again. Like my day now is, you know, I get up and then, you know, get the little, get Michaela, my, my littlest ready for school. And, you know, my big thing is just making, so I don't know if you've got this. So my, one of my quirks, one of my many quirks, (laughs) if I'm using like a condiment, so so take, uh, let's take some mayo, right? Okay. Putting mayo on a little turkey sandwich for your daughter, right? Just a thin, just so it's not dry, right? Just sure. a nice little thin layer. I have to perfectly, like every part of the bread mm-hmm. needs to have, like, be covered. Oh yeah, thin for layer. sure. Like yes, and I mean because you don't want dry spots. No, I don't want any, and I mean every little. Yeah, the same way. Like if I make garlic bread with butter, like right. it, it will be 
perfectly placed yes on the bread mm-hmm. i'm very very specific about that yeah and i i don't i don't feel it's unreasonable but right maybe eh. so you're the same way yes i totally there- agree peanut butter and jelly like oh yes just yes it all needs to be covered yes perfectly even covered yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be even, but it all has to be covered at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I prefer even, but I can see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that makes sense to me. That it checks does. out. <laughs> Everything checks yeah. out. So then, uh, is there any condiments like you you just won't eat? Um, you know, I don't know. I I like mayo. Obviously, being a Midwesterner, ranch is is the go to. Um, ketchup is, is fine. It is its place. It's fine. Yeah. Um, mustard is, is good. I'll, I'll eat any, any type of mustard. Hot sauce, like I, hot sauce has its place for me and not too hot. I, I just can't handle it. You're kind of a wuss with the heat. Super wuss with the heat. Um, but yeah, I think. I'm not sure what other condiments there would be. Mayo is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I the lot like mayo to me is like that big controversial one. Like sure. people love it, hate it. Like, but I, I like mayo. Miracle. See, I grew up with mostly Miracle Whip because oh. there was a division in my family. My dad liked mayo. Mm-hmm. My mom liked Miracle Whip. Mm-hmm. So we would, I mean, dad's not making at lunch growing up, right. right? He was at work. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, right? So um she would make everything. So I'm pretty I sure we had Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip. Yeah. And which is like sweeter. And um, and I do like Miracle Whip. Yeah. I have mayo now. Um, yeah. Specifically the like olive oil mayo, yeah. I think is yeah, what yeah. we use. That's, that's typically what we use too. Now, at one point, some home, former homeowner of our house was a Miracle Whip fan because in our basement back in our kind of laundry room area workbench area there are the the jars that hang from the rafters with nails in it um and they're all just old miracle whip jars oh my gosh, that's awesome uh with the lids that are just nailed into the nailed into the ceiling beams uh, oh, which is genius it's one of one of my favorite things about our house yeah just like things like you that. never think about and you're like i use it i use them all the time Anytime we need a screw or a nail or whatever, I'm like, oh, there's something in there. I mean, there's thousands of that. That was nice of them to leave them. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm pretty. I mean, I love hot sauce. So I've got a ton of different hot sauces. I've got. Yeah. I like red pepper flakes. Like I and I'm actually picky about those now. Like I use a a very specific brand now because they. They are different. So uh <laughs> I, I know you're looking at me like I've got two heads, but I mean I, I understand some things are different. I guess I've just never thought of like red pepper flakes as being well, they know, also have green pepper flakes, different. which well I can are see how that's good. different then. Uh but the red had. pepper flakes are different. So my son is uh so Daniel loves mm-hmm. heat, loves pepper flakes and stuff. And I'm like, look, I, I for Christmas I got him these, right? And he's yeah. like I'm like, is there, is there really a difference? So he tried them and he's like, wow, 
Like, the, yes, these things are so much better. And they came with like the little packets, like you could, like you'd get when you order pizza. Sure. Uh, and I, I call them, I call them road flakes. Mm-hmm. So I'm always asking, did you take some road flakes? <laughs> so he's, he's done that many times. Yeah. He carries it with him. Yeah. But they're, they're very good. Um, flat iron is what they're, what they're called. Okay. So they're just fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, I, and being a Chicagoan, I'm definitely more like if it's a hot dog, it's, it's mustard. There's sure. no, no ketchup on a hot dog. Right. Um, past, uh, like 13 years old, maybe 17. I might give you 17, but that's it. Like yeah. you still gotta be a minor. Yes. <laughs> to have ketchup on the, on the, I dog. nearly put ketchup on my hot dog at Comiskey park. And, uh, I think you nearly slapped my hand. Yeah. I, well, I shouldn't, I should not have hit you in the face for that. I apologize yeah, now. Fair. It was a, it was an overreaction, but to be <laughs> fair, we were on the South side of Chicago and you were trying to put ketchup on a hot dog. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a local, so that's, that's right. <laughs> I did help you out there. I'm like, no, <laughs> um, but there are people that do put ketchup on the hot dog and it's become like a, a thing to like rebel Yeah, with that, but. I'm a Chicago dog guy. I want my, do uh, you know what goes on a Chicago dog? Peppers and onions. Well, there, there's, you can get the sport peppers for sure. Okay. Uh, so it's mustard, neon green relish. It's a very oh, specific. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very specific sweet yeah. relish, right? Uh, then you have uh, chopped onions. You have tomato. You have a pickle. And... Uh, I put sport peppers because they belong on it. So sport sure. peppers and celery salt. Hmm. That's All right. What, that's what goes on there. Now, have you in your in your Arizona travels, have you had a Sonoran hot dog? I have not. Bacon wrapped hot dog. Oh, yeah. Yes. With like everything under the sun on it, like beans and sour cream and salsa yeah. the the whole nine yards onions peppers everything under the sun it's delicious yeah i i haven't gotten there yet yeah I, i've had bacon wrapped hot dogs and we do have those sure. in chicago um but that i haven't i haven't not hit a sonoran the, dog i don't know the why sonoran hot dog is i mean is maybe i'll at. do it this trip who you knows? should yeah who knows I don't, we got to find things to do yeah to eat, so yeah that might be, that might have to be on there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, good. I mean, condiment chat is something that I feel is lacking in podcasts in general. Oh, I agree. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we've filled this listener, uh, for the listeners, we've filled this void for right. you. Right. <laughs> we, we've done them a favor. We, we really have. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Oh man, I think it's probably a good place to wrap up unless you got you got anything else. I think that's about it for this week. Beautiful. Now I've been trying to think of a tagline. I still it's hard for me to stop be better today because sure. of the fact that it just means so much to me. It is cross podcast though from, yeah. from FMC yeah. from Batman yeah. Chronicles. Um, but I've been trying to think of like something else. And I, I I've come up with something to to throw okay. out there. All right. To sign off with, it's up to you to choose your adventure. That's hmm. just a blank stare. So that's a no-go. Uh, I, it just I, seems long. 
Well, I mean, why is that any longer than remember get out there and be better today? But I think of be better today as the tagline. So that that quick hashtag. Yeah. See, this is what I've been trying to. Something, but I like the choose your adventure. Yeah. Well, that that would be it, right? That's yeah. the that's the hashtag. Okay, I'm good. Get out All there. Right. Hashtag choose your adventure. Yeah. It's up to you to choose your adventure. I like it. I mean, I'm trying. I'm in. We we got to workshop this a little bit. We, we do. <laughs> and uh, if you if you're listening and you've got an idea, please. I mean, all well, ears here yes <laughs> because the th- this is weeks of thinking about it and that's the best i could come up with so <laughs> i do like the concept of choosing your adventure though. yes yeah although that may be from being a kid and reading the choose your choose your own books. adventure books well and that's why i like it so much i know me too yeah. that's just awesome stuff right <laughs> oh gosh i'm well, ready to find one of those that's all right in the meantime everybody could get out there and be better better today, today. Thank you for listening to Slack Packers. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share with someone you sort of like or don't. It doesn't matter to these guys. We know it's a lot to ask, but it's appreciated.